the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. Hi, folks. Welcome to SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment brought to you by Alpha Site Logistics. If you're getting ready to go to Imperial Valley and you're doing an event, don't deal with all the bureaucrats. Hook up with uh, Alpha Sites. They've got all the fine, I mean, they got all the permits. They know how to handle it. Been doing it for over 20 years. Call them at 760-352-8383. Tell me you heard it right here on... S-D-O-R-C, Dirt Radio, FM, 961 AM, 1170. The answer. That would be Audrey Mason. And we got it stove it in the house. Hello. And it's been one of those weeks. Me, I was in uh, Plano, Texas at Toyota headquarters. And I was pimping Audrey, as I always do, for, <laughs> I love it. for off-road events because Toyota has not entered in any of the Rebel rallies or the Gazelles or anything. Yeah, they haven't. So I had a nice, long, chitty chat with them. Got to see some new products, some new technology. Got went off-road. I seen you do hot, hot, hot laps. Yeah, I did Ha Ha Hot Laps. What a nice track, man. Eagle (laughs) Eagle Canyon Raceway. It's a private, you know, privately owned track. Oh, my goodness. And then they had an off-road track out back, but the tires were totally didn't have enough nabos on them. So we're going around the corners and everything sideways and couldn't even get up over a limestone pile of rock. The first truck made it. Second truck barely made it, and I couldn't make it. I went up and slid off the side, almost rolled it. I'm driving. Toyota, uh, see, that one was a Tundra. A Tundra. Yeah. Four-wheel drive Pro 4. But the problem is the limestone gets so impacted with mud. Yep. And the tires were impacted with mud, and they don't they weren't slinging off. So, But had a good time. Mm-hmm. Then t- tomorrow, off to Alaska. Going to go what? drive the... Uh, Gonna go drive the uh, ice road trucker road. <gasps> no way! Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you were so lucky. Got a jeep lined up. Gonna go do that and stay. Spend six days there. <gasps> and uh, yeah, so it's gonna be a crazy wow. next week as well. So. so you're gonna be back on Sunday. I don't oh, of get course. To cover next. Of course, no, I'll be here okay. with bells. I fly <laughs> back. Making sure. I fly back. Audrey in. loves the hot seat over there. Yeah, I know. But I'll be flying back in Saturday. Excuse me, but what, uh, what Jeep do you have lined up for the ice road trucker? I, you know, I should look. Uh, I left my phone downstairs again. Uh-huh. I do that. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. But anyway, I'm looking forward to it. You know, just watch Facebook. You'll see it all. 
So what's going on? You got a lot of paperwork. Oh, we got some stuff. There's uh, some trouble in Moab. There was a um, in the the local Moab newspaper. Somebody wrote a, a letter to the editor, um, uh, criticizing uh, UTVs. So UTVs are the side by side vehicles, uh, Razors, Mavericks, the Can-Ams, Yamahas, Polaris. Yeah. And, and they are super popular. I was in uh, a local dealership yesterday, a motorcycle dealership. And normally, like in the, this is the spring, and this is when people start buying street bikes, and they have a lot of street bikes. Well, they didn't have a lot of street bikes. They had a lot of side-by-sides still out in the floor. They're oh, yeah. super popular. And um, somebody is complaining about the noise. And he, the, this person, I said he, but I don't know the gender. He could be... Um, specifically saying that they're too loud and that they're blaming the rental companies. He says there's like 12 rental companies that rent UTVs. And now there's a little community, a little city of Moab, and then there's a lot of desert around it that's open for off-road vehicle use. Which just blows my mind. But Moab has been under attack by the locals, the new locals, there, which yeah. were brought in for, few... for basically what I want to call the mountain bike trails and, um, you know, the, the rock climbing that's out there. But that town was built off of 4 by 4 The minute and, you and eliminate off-roading, that town I... will dry up. Yeah. That's exactly what, and I've only been there with mountain bikes, and it's it's a phenomenal place. It'll dry, I wished I had a motorcycle when I was there. It'll dry up because that's right. the industry, because the original industry was mining, yeah. which dried up, and the off-road community saved his butt. Yeah. God, I just, you so know the, what? So I, he's complaining about the, the, the rental companies. Now, I don't believe the rental people change the exhaust pipes on the UTVs. No, they're going to have a stock Like, vehicle. why would they do that? They're not going to put any upgrades into their vehicle. Why would they put it? Yeah, they don't want to be offensive. The, they're not going to spend the money. And it, when yeah. I'm out in the desert and I see a bunch of these, some of them are quiet and some of them are, are obnoxiously loud. Well, you yeah. And you know those yeah. are not the ones that you rent. No, those are privately owned Somebody individuals put a loud who pipe came out. On and, and I admit that those are annoying and I would not want those things driving down up and down my right. street all day. It's um, terrible but, to but say, but I almost hope that this lady gets her way. They shut it down and then watch Moab just watch it just blow away. It'll blow away. It away. And so then we'll come back. The off-roaders will come back and go off-roading because there won't be anybody there to complain. I don't want to see that happen. Yeah, I don't. It's that, when you lose a place, boy, is it hard to get it back? Well, if it there's nobody there, if the town, because I'm telling you, I've been to the Moab town. recently. Yeah. The only industry is, the is off road. Yeah, there is nothing else. They so don't have a ski park. They, they have don't have bikes and they have off road vehicles, jeeps and motorcycles. But the but, but I'm telling you, the bicycles don't bring anything to the table. You don't think? And you think the bicycles Not, leave from their hotel room and go from their hotel room and go out riding, or you think that they load up on the back of their their truck or their SUV or their jeep and they haul it out to a trailhead? We, we can and then and they we ride. Right out of our well, car. and how much did it cost to do that? Hardly anything. Yeah, but you, no, no. you camped, Nothing. so you went somewhere off-road and camped. I don't think we paid to camp. No, you didn't pay to camp. You didn't pay to ride. You didn't pay to go anywhere. Well, it's but yet, Utah, so isn't it? We, if you're 250 you're right. feet off a road, you can but camp anywhere. It, it, uh, but still, the only, but the only money income are side-by-side rentals, Jeep tours, yep. and the like. Well, but anybody who's there goes to the restaurants. 
and eats. And, yeah. And, yeah. Well, yeah, I know, some, but I mean, some people stay in the hotels. Yeah, but let's face they it, they go to the store. Nothing against you bicyclers, they go to the gas station. but there's how much gas do you put in your bike? Well, your car. I mean, nobody. But you know what I'm saying. We, we drove it, from San Diego to Moab. But I'm just saying it's <laughs> minimal compared to what the income is derived by off-roading. You know, jeeps, yeah. side by sides. You know, the whole the whole inch. I mean, and when you're there, you know, and I don't know how long it's been since you've been there. It's been a while. But I am telling you, that back. town is full. You can drive all over town with a side by side, with absolutely no restrictions whatsoever. Really. There are rentals. I mean, how many did you say there were? Like 12? No. There are way more than 12. I mean, from what I've seen. And the town is, I mean, the town is, is being, it reminds me of Pismo Beach and Oceana Dunes. Mm-hmm. It's almost the same mentality. Because once you close exactly down that, say. once you close down that, guess what? That town's going to go away. Yep. They don't look at the economic factor no. behind it. No, and they, yet they claim that the other brings all that the yeah. economic. Well, of course, of course. Wow. That if if they and I got to tell you the manufacturer if you have an off-road vehicle, that's destiny. And when the manufacturer comes in, they rent hotels, they rent restaurants and they they the average uh press event Thousands That's of dollars. That's good for the economy. $3 million dollars investment oh, wow. into the community. We were just at Plano, Texas, and I was talking to one of the organizers, and I said, what's this little shindig running you? He says, close to two and a half to three mil. Wow. So let's just take it away from, from Moab. Fine. Who is this lady? Is she uh do you have any idea what what her title is? Is she uh, a politician or is she just a grumpy just, old just lady? Just a grumpy person who can lives we, there. Can I, well, just, can I we just call it, it a Karen? I would just take her I would <laughs> I'd take her to SeaWorld. Okay. I got a perfect ride for that lady. Well, All right, hey, we're gonna take a quick break. It's called S T O R C Dirt Radio FM ninety six one. AM eleven seventy all right, folks, welcome back to S-T-O-R-C, Dirt Radio FM, 961 AM 1170. The answer. Wayne Miller, Mr. Tire. Wayne Miller, Mobile Tire, out in Santee. If you need new tires, you got a nail in your tire, he's there to help you out. You're stuck on the side of the road, he's got those mobile trucks. Give him a call at 619-596-2800. All right, so we were talking about Moab, and we have a lovely lady that wants to get rid of the off-road community out of Moab. Specifically the uh, UTVs, yes. the side-by-sides. And, and you know, I mean, there's a they, they just say, this person is saying they're unacceptable, they should not be allowed there. But, of course, there should be a compromise that we should manage those things properly because maybe it's not a great thing that they drive through the streets. I mean, every car in the state of California has to reach a noise, whatever. You can't have, you know, you can't go by those guys that have the big subwoofers or anything like that. They get no. rid of a ticket. Why can't we do the same thing here when like, it comes to this? You don't Why see can't side you say by sides in our neighborhood? Like they don't drive around well, San Diego. Well, it's different rules in but, Utah than it is here. I but, mean, but that's basically open desert. And you can drive around that outside of the community, there's the desert. You go Go nuts out there, but in town, I'm. I, I can respect people. Don't want loud vehicles. They don't want like these 
Yeah, but in Moab, you drive uh, your side-by-side everywhere. You don't... uh, That's your vehicle to get to and from in town. That's... So, let's let's just talk noise mitigation and how can we address that. Let me ask you this. Instead of just saying... Do you have this woman's name? I don't want you to say it on air, but do you have uh, her name? I think I have it in here. Why don't you reach out to her and offer her airtime... That'd be fun. To get her... I mean, and we're not going to beat her up. You know, we're not going to no. treat her negatively. No. But I want to hear... a great idea. I want to... Write that down, because you always forget. I want to hear her side of the story as... Okay, because she might have some legitimate complaints. Because when I was there, I almost ran over one of these guys. He cut in front of me <laughs> and, and pulled into the where this little restaurant is, spun a couple donuts, and then parked it. Well, well, see, that's the that's two-person a-hole that we exactly. don't need and that we don't want. The, the we need respect. West, you got to educate. They think they're out in the wild I west. Know. They can do what they want. That's right. And we need to educate them. I mean, we have the same issue right here. When you get to the bottom of the eight in Ocotillo, Ocotillo, you feel like you're out in the middle of nowhere. It feels like it's not a big town at you all. You get away with anything. The locals there, you know... Don't do it in town. Go outside right. of town. Just it's be disrespectful. Respectful. Yeah, be exactly. respectful of people. I'm, I'm right. I'm right there with you. So, like I said, it'd be interesting, and and I would highly emphasize fun the if fact can that get this person to call in. Ju- yeah, just say, look, all we want you to do is present your side of the story. Where, you know, we may ask you a couple of questions, maybe something to, for you to think about, and- but, but for her to do this. This wasn't overnight. Something had to have kept building up and building up and building up and building up up to the point where she just said enough is enough. You You know, know? I've seen similar news articles out of this, and I I kind of think it's the same person um, because what the complaint started, what, a year ago, I think is a year and a half ago, I think we started getting the complaints in Moab and um, they tried, they, you know, they started new legislation. They don't want side by sides in town anymore. Um, They don't want to. Yeah, that that was a legislation. Yeah, that that happened a year ago. So. I think it's the same person that is still trying to put pressure. I'd have to look back at the articles that happened um, and the legislation that was trying to be pushed through to to stop having side-by-sides in town. But to me, you're in a desert town. That's what you do in a desert town. You don't need to drive it. You don't need to jump into your car to drive across town. You jump into your side-by-side so then you can hit a trail on the way back. But That's you got to being out there. But well, you got to be respectful. You got to be oh, respectful. 100%. So it's all about are, the etiquette. Are, are camping outside of town with their RVs or whatever? Can they drive those things into town to get food yes. or to get parts yes. or to get fuel? Yes. yes. That seems reasonable. Yes. Well, that it seems it, reasonable to me, but they should be respectful when they do it. It's and apparently not, they're not being respectful. Well, again, we don't know. See, yeah. we don't I mean, I'm not there. I'm not there. I was I'm there. I'm not. I was there with Jeep and, you know, they 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 told us in in the press meeting. He said be very careful of side-by-sides. And it's, and it's really sad that you have to say that. Right. But that industry is such on a, a, a huge boom right now that mm-hmm. people don't understand. You know, with COVID, everybody wanted that, to get uh, out. The just house, see how stuck stupid, of, expensive those things are. Uh, uh, basic, there's so much. Base, 20, 30, base 40, 24. Base price, yeah. ba- base and that's, price anything. That's just cheap. a beginning. Because that's you, not even a turbocharger. No. So you spend 30 grand on one. Now you need a trailer. And yep. a truck. And a truck to pull it. Yep. And a place to put it. Yep. And insurance. Yeah, yeah. And a mechanic. Yep. And yep. registration. But yeah, see if, you can, to own those things. see if you can get no, a hold of fun. her. I'll, I'll, I'll do that this afternoon. I'll, I'll find this person. Yeah, just... So these side-by-sides, um, 
Some people have a lot of fun and and some people don't. There is a motorcycle rider that um, I'm acquainted with who had a bad accident in Big Bear uh, recently. Memorial Day weekend. Broke his uh, eye socket, his nose, his kneecap, hitting one head on. And the guy tried to leave. And his friends chased him down. And it was just unpleasant. His son. Yeah, his son. Um, yeah, that unfortunate that, that's the one incident I, when that I did happened. That, when I took the day off and, and got uh, videoed in Akatia Wells, yeah, those to are the do guys the, that came. the state I, parks, I ride with respect campaign. Um, <laughs> ironic, huh? It's I very ironic that, yeah. Um, Somebody and, rode without And I'll respect. do a shout out, huge shout out. He's he's still, he's not going to give up our industry. He, the, one of the last things he said on his post was, you know, as soon as I heal, I will be back on two wheels. So huge shout out to uh, Dustin Ewig and Kristen Conrad and um, their son, Dylan, um, you know, it, ride with respect, ride with. He knew he was going out on a big weekend. They decided to go up to Big Bear. He decided to take the time. Um, he rode in front of his son and they rode slow. They weren't hauling butt. They were going slow. They were on an off road trail um, and a side by side was hauling butt through this trail and hit him yeah, head on through a blind corner um, on a blind corner, you know? And so the, that's terrifying. Yeah. You know, I, I hit a side by side head on on my dirt bike in a tectonic gorge and we saw each other and we braked and it was a light tap, but boy, that scared me, scared me bad. I had to just pull over and relax for a well, while. Well, you never know which way they're going to go. Are you going to go left and they're going to go right? Or are you going to go, you know I mean? It's, There's so well, much it was that only can happen. A, it was just two tracks. It, it's not like a passing lane or anything. No, no, no. If he's coming your way and you're, you know, he's you guys could go, go the right. same, well, you can go to the well, same it side. Wasn't, it wasn't very wide. Yeah. Um, Did you so, hit him? Huh? Did you hit him? Yeah. So, well. Yeah, I hit him. I wasn't going very fast. We'd slow down a lot, but I, but we, bing, there was no damage except Jeez. to my shorts. Yeah. Well, shout out to Dustin. He's got so a long road of recovery okay. yeah. in front of him. He's got plastic surgeon. You know, he's got an ear, nose, throat guy. He's going to have to see. He's got a broken eye socket, broken nose. I, saw um, I don't know if you saw kneecap. the picture of his bike. The triple clamps broke. The whole front end was laying like parallel to the yes. motorcycle. Broken half. His, 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 his bike was, was literally going? snapped in half. I don't know. Um, well, if you snap him in half, you got to be moving. And yeah. He wasn't going that fast, but the side-by-side was moving. Yeah. So. And, and Big Bear, for those of you who want to go out there in Big Bear, there are some off-road vehicle OHV trails, but most of the routes in the forest are street legal. And I don't know where this took place, but a lot of people take their side-by-sides on trails they're not supposed to. So mm. talk to the forest and get a map and figure out where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were talking about mountain bikes in uh, Moab. And I've mountain biked there, and it's an amazing place to ride a mountain bike. Um, the a group, an environmental group called Public Employees for Environmental Responsibility, the people who sued state parks for Akatia Wells Peer ten, is ten what years we also ago. Refer yeah, we the call them Peer. Peer so Peer recently sued the National Forests regarding electric bicycles. They're saying the forests are not doing enough to um, to sort out how electric bikes should go. And what's funny about that is I was mountain biking yesterday in San Clemente Canyon, Marion Bear Canyon, along Highway 52, and an e-bike came towards me, and he was going really fast. And it was actually kind of scary. you got to imagine the torque that comes out of those things. they got way more I'm, torque than what even the, your, your motorized mean, dirt bike has. The, the, like normally you, uh, on a human-powered bike, he'd be going 10 or 12, and he was probably going 20. Wait till you get on a zero. 
when you can go 70, 80 miles an hour. That's so crazy. Yeah. This was just a mountain bike. We were a mountain bike. So I kind of get their point that these things need to be uh, managed. And I'm not opposed to proper management. I don't want to say, oh, they can't go there anymore. But we need to really look at... Well, these kind of vehicles. What, what do you okay? Explain what would what's your what's your mindset of manage? I mean, if it's no different than a motorcycle, except it has an electric propulsion unit. Well, but they are different than motorcycles. They're small. They're light. They're not that fast. Okay, but and well, there's different levels of of e bikes. For instance, the lowest level they only have electric power when you push on the pedals. So there's a sensor on the drivetrain, and when you push on the pedals, you get a little extra. Hmm. Then there's other ones that have a throttle, so your feet are sitting, you're, are not turning, and you give it gas and you go. So it's like it's a small motorcycle. Okay, so what's the negativity of having them out there? What's the reason? Okay, you, so you, Pierre is saying environmental damage. I'm saying that it's scary to walkers and bicyclists. Yeah. See, I don't see environmental because they don't. There's no environmental anything really when you well, come right down to it. Move. I'm not saying Pierre is right, but yeah, I'm just. But, I'm but just you look at the wildlife, and this thing comes flying by quickly. Is it different than a mountain bike? I don't know. Is it different than a motorcycle? So what Pierre is asking is that they want an environmental analysis. There, there, there's a um, a law called the National Environmental Policy Act or NEPA, and when they talk about doing the environmental work relative to something like. Uh, a national forest mm. or they want to do a project they have to do the environmental work on a national level that's called nepa and pierre is saying that the forests need to do nepa regarding electric bicycles yep and i don't really disagree with them it'll slow down like how but in the long run we'll figure out which kind of bikes can go where and i'm personally i'm not a fan of electric mountain bikes electric bicycles i mean i think they're okay for other people but i just personally i like to ride a a a real bicycle or i like to ride a real motorcycle and kind of mixing them it's kind of a well some people have physical situations to where they can't ride a bicycle i'm not saying that they're not good that they should go away they just don't suit me personally right 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 well my mom just got one of the electric bikes the trikes and so this is one where you know it does have the the hand powered so it's not while you're it's got a throttle. Not, yeah it's got a little throttle to it um it doesn't go over 15 miles an hour um and she used it in mammoth and um the twin lakes you know she rode it around the campground and and had a good time with it didn't go very far but helped her run her dog and do other things and um, and she is a, a go-getter. She does not stop. I mean, she weed wax our hill. She does all, you know, she does not stop. She does way more. I, sometimes I'm like, man, you make me feel like I don't do enough. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I want to do just as well, much they, as you when I'm your age. But she, you know, they, taking it around certain trails up in Mammoth and, and, and different things, you know, same they, same OHV trails. They get people out on the road commuting those things with that they would have otherwise been in a car have, yeah she never would have been out and, and you can charge it for 40 cents and you can go five or ten miles back and forth well the, left, I like the left likes them the I, left is a very big, i don't big dislike fan. them i just don't personally want to use one and i i agree with pierre that we should really look at at their effects in the forest which trail should they be allowed on 
You know, okay. Of course they can so, go so, on the motorcycle. Let's take trail. a break. Let's take a break. And let's come back and let's kind of walk that a little bit farther down the road and okay. find out what are these electric bikes doing that's causing peer to request this type of study. Right here on SDORC Dirt Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to SDORC Dirt Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Well, if you're looking to refi or maybe get a little bit of mortgage help, PRMI Mortgage is the guy. Chris Wiley, tell him about it. Primary Residential Mortgage, Inc. He's here for any of your home loan needs. If you need an FHA loan or need to refinance your home, he's the honest guy here to help you out. He'll be truthful if you're better off where you're at and whether or not you need to actually move forward and get a new loan. Give him a call at 619-722-1303. Absolutely. Hey, check out www.ssorm.com. That's Sherry and Steve Kukula, and they founded uh, San Diego Off-Road Magazine. Now they're online. And let me tell you what, if you're an off-roader or a motorcycle rider or an adventure person of any kind, you really, really need to check this site out. It is so informative, and it's fun. And, and, I mean, she's always looking for things to do to engage not only the adults but the kids. Uh, Ed even writes a couple articles a month out there. But if you're getting new into the off-road community and you maybe you don't know where to go or what's open, what's closed, uh, www.ssorm will hook you up. All right. So we were talking about e-bikes uh, causing a little bit of havoc. Uh, and I guess it's because they're going on off-road trails. No, non-motorized they're, they're trails. They're going everywhere. They're going everywhere. They, they are everywhere out there. And Pierre is asking... For them to be sorted out and, and and just to be looked at and they allowed to go in reasonable places. It needs to be well, yeah. properly sorted. What, because they're not considering so you what, know, the lower end of it, the, the pedal assist or the lowest right. end of an elect, uh, electric bike, an electric bike. Because they're saying, oh, you're just on a mountain bike. It's just a, a minor pedal assist. So it's not an electric mm-hmm. bike or a motorized yeah. bike. I've ridden a high-end mountain bike electric mountain bike and boy do they go like there's not very much motor or battery volume on it it's just it has a bigger tube and man that thing really goes so what are they so be what are they, the, com- what are they complaining about? about yeah so there's two, it's not like exhaust noise there's two kind of complaints that they have one is its effects on the natural environment which plants how, and animals how could that be well scaring animals or it doesn't make any plants. noise well, well you, okay, you, you, you still, they do, the tires on the ground make noise when you're really moving, like, and there's gravel. Now, what you, trails I, are we talking I'm, about? I'm a tortoise person, yeah, so know. let me just interject a tortoise in there, okay? You right. have this big scary thing go by, right. it, it just it just shoots by you real fast. Right. I'm a tortoise, I'm going to let and, go. And, and it scares the tortoise. Yeah, I'm gonna, and I'm going to relieve myself. Well, now then I then die because I can't get to water fast enough okay. or anything else. And it, now I just So what trails are they talking about? What else goes this on these national trails? National forests. What else goes on these trails? So people that walk, people that bicycle. People that ride motorcycles, horseback, street legal. Okay, stop ATVs. right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Okay. And I'm just being the devil's advocate as well. Yeah, yeah. So you got a motorcycle that goes by, scares the tortoise, he pees his pants and dies. Okay, but if a motorcycle goes by with exhaust, tires are making the same noise, mm-hmm. if not more, because it's going way, way faster. Yeah. 
So the turtle's not going to pee and die? No, it's the so, same thing. So so no one's saying that they, these vehicles can't go with the motorized routes. Okay. But at what level can they continue to go down? Like can, on a hiking trail, on a hiking bicycle trail? Like well, it's like, that's like riding down the sidewalk. You know, you're not allowed yeah. to ride a, a motor, a, you know, a bicycle theoretically on the sidewalk. Uh, you're supposed to be in a bike lane. I think you're supposed to be in a bike lane. No, you're supposed to be in a bike lane. Boy, am I in trouble. Well, of course. <laughs> you never you never follow the rules anyway. But but the point is, see, I'm just trying to make heads or t- There's another one we should call up and talk to these people and say, all right, give us your side as to why. And, and okay, having it looked at, who's going to look so at So one, it? they just designated them. So they just designated electric bikes as a motorized bike. So it, even though it's a battery operated, they just well, designated electric motors, it. electric motors. So exactly. yeah, so you could get, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so I can see it's, that. It's it's motorized. Either. So it's just one area of that so, so they're group that hasn't about been looked at. A different category of routes. So right now there's human powered trails right. and there's motor engine powered trails. Yeah, and they're talking about making trails motorized. that are okay. In so they're riding their motorized vehicle on a pedestrian trail on a non-motorized yeah. trail on okay. a hiking trail so theoretically i think it would be a lot easier if you put a sign up that says foot traffic only well base yeah basically that's what they're doing they literally are putting signs up that says no e-bikes no pedal assist because right. the pedal assist ones are not considering themselves alike. right because i have to pedal my bikes okay. which, and makes, who, it, who is which go- makes it go who's, so. who's going to uh, administer the law well, this is for so forest services to be the forest rangers. Oh, they don't have there's anything forest else to do. Peop- there's forest law enforcement, and then there's county sheriffs. So we're yeah. there's, those are the two that would would do that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. It just seems to me like they have so much on their plate. You yeah. know, you're well, gonna- well, these vehicles are relatively new. These electric bicycles have only in the last couple of years have gotten good enough and popular enough to become a problem. And they're really and these growing. people are this this group here is saying we need to sort out how these things go in the forest yeah so i'm i don't like this organization but i don't think this is a a bad thing they're doing yeah i mean every i i get it needs a classification i get that it needs to have a designation i get we need education and management i mean those are all things i don't want it to i don't want to see closures i don't want to see anything along those lines Mm -hmm. um i think it will help when it gets a new classification to bring in those volunteers that you know was mentioned in the article. Yeah, that's right. I do. I do get that. Um, it, it does. It. It. One of the things that uh, Pierre talked about, or was talked about in the article that I read, was the um, grant funding because you then now have deep re- reclassifications of trails, which then changes what money can be associated with that trail because if a trail goes from being a non-motorized trail to a motorized trail you are then limited in the funds that you can withdraw from and the grants you were getting before are not eligible for the new for the new designation yeah the new designations and they were talking about rtp grants uh recreational trail program yes and in california by the way the the people that administer the state parks the green sticker grants they also administer the rtp in other places, it's there's, it's separate, or the, there's people that just do RTP. But in California, the same people. So Sixto Fernandez and, and his friends in state parks. Sixto's the grants manager. manager. Yeah, yeah so I've, I've talked to him before. Yeah. He's going to retire, by the way. I'm kind of bummed. Yeah, he's I, good at his job. He's good at it. And, you know, like I've developed a relationship with him. Yes. I've been writing comments all these years, and he knows me, and I call him, and like he'll you know work with me. 
And so he's leaving and like start fresh with someone new. I hate that. That's like with the National Forest. Well, hopefully he'll leave a good mark for you to his predecessor. Yeah, I know. Do you think they actually like write notes? Okay, this guy was good. This, oh, I look would. Out for I this would create person. a rule look book out for, for my one. position. If I was in that position, I would definitely have, you know, what what you came into and received and then what you would leave for the next one. You you have to give like, some sort of direction to like who's I coming a, in. I had a good thing with Tom Zale at El Centro BLM. He retired and yeah. I'm trying to work my way into the next guy. And then uh, Lindsay at, at Cleveland National Forest. Remember her? Yeah. And she left. We had, We did clean us for we helped her and then she left and it's always tough it's yeah i mean because nobody nobody stays forever it's just like like, audrey and i we stay forever with sdrc you know audrey's been i don't know 12 years or something well that's because you're not getting paid (laughs) we volunteer it's volunteer there's difference between if they paid me i would leave (laughs) well it's it's difference between a paid person and so it's like what with we're Lindsay, passionate about. With, with Lindsay, it's weird because she moved from San Diego to Las Vegas. Like she moved, I don't know, do you want to leave San Diego, your home and all the people and everything? I don't know. If I, I well, if that was the case, you'd be in Sacramento and you'd be a lobbyist. Uh, maybe. Or I'd be in Moab where there's endless no, trails. No, because there's nothing there. I want to be the mayor of Moab. I need no, to inspect the, a, the rim trail. It's going to be a desert hole. <laughs> I there's some really the, nice resorts up there too which will all go belly up if this comes oh. to fruition Can you imagine oh, running wow. an off-road resort out there well oh, yeah well. but then it's if they if this little lady gets in there and throws everybody out then what are you gonna do we're gonna we're gonna be talking to them because we week. were talking about it them. even when i was out there with jeep they, they we were discussing the fact that there were some people in town that flat yeah, did not want this to happen legislation in to make it so that right. that you keep the four by fours out of town and it was like well that's what the town is mm-hmm. for the the town is well, to the give them be, their resources so the, the city made an ordinance like like stopping the jeeps from coming in or whoever and the state like like slapped Squashed them down it. yeah and said no you the cities can't make an ordinance over a, a, a state rule and the state said you these vehicles can go in there. Well, the land, kind of I think, funny. belongs to the state. It doesn't belong to the city. Uh, the the land outside is federal. Right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, the land inside, it's private. Yeah, but there's no hills or real cool well, trails. Like, All the trails are in the on carve the federal. Out a, a chunk of land. This yeah. is going to be the city. But it's I mean, the fed. Yeah, property. but the federal land is where all the off roading yeah, goes. Yeah, it's yeah. not the Definitely. city land. Yeah. Yeah. And those. You know, if those darn off-roaders would be respectful, if they're going to go into Jack in the Box or McDonald's or mm-hmm. gas or Denny's or whatever, if they would just be calm, drive mm-hmm. down the road nicely, quietly, But they're slowly. kids. They're kids. They're not yeah. old people. They're kids. They're you know, kids. There's, there's some people that are older than kids that mm-hmm. are disrespectful. Well, I, like I said, I was there. I watched it. I seen it in action. You know, I seen, you know, and I actually seen a group of part of a part of a tour, you know, and like 20 of them came in, you know, and I mean, and they didn't respect any turn signals. They didn't respect any stoplights and they were all coming in to fuel up to go back out. I mean, think about that. 20 vehicles coming in. That's they're spending a lot of money. Oh, we're going to buy gas. We're going to buy food. It's insane. And what if you break one of them and it's your own private? I mean, there's guys, there's shops there that work on them. 20 of those things. Each one has two people, 40 people buying lunch or dinner. I I mean, that's great for the economy. There was a business. They're shooting themselves in the foot. There was a business there that sold nothing but clothing accessories for the four by four industry. Yeah. 
and they make a living. <laughs> a make good a, living. Make a good living. Just go check the prices right of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, it's it's you know, but then again, I'm really curious to see what this what this lady's real problem is. And she might be able to pull it off if it's a legitimate complaint. I hope not. I hope not, too. But, but you know, at the same time, we've rented a side-by-side. Put that boom Bluetooth Costco speaker in that you get for 150 bucks. <laughs> that's battery-operated. And had that thing just blaring I'd out. blow a hole in that. I'd shoot a hole the, right through it. I'll fix you. Well, we'll go down to the hill. We'll put a little bonfire at the hill. We'll blast our and music. We want, and we want the town to hear in a God of DeVita. Yeah, we're in the middle of the desert. But I'm just saying, you know, I took my Bluetooth speaker because we rented a side-by-side and didn't yeah. have one of those speakers yeah. they're pretty awesome they're I loud they're great i gave mine away you can hook up and do karaoke i, I gave i yeah, gave never mind i gave mine away i'll tell you a great story <laughs> off here draw the line at karaoke we <laughs> well, got let's take a quick wait, break we got to take a quick break fm 96 1 am 1170 the answer all right folks welcome back you're listening to fm 96 1 am 1170 the answer this is s-t-o-r-c dirt radio and we really want to thank K&J Termite and Pest Control. We want to keep your house nice and clean and tidy. These folks take care of you just like they take care of family. Call them 619-441-7378. Tell them you heard it right here on SDORC Dirt Radio and thank them profusely. And, uh, you know, don't wait till the bugs take over because they've been here longer than you and I. Go to K&J Termite and Pest Control. All right, so it's been a rather interesting show today. Everything from e-bikes to, to you know, uh, UTVs making uh, trouble. Karen's and my favorite. <laughs> yeah, my favorite. I need to get to Moab. Yeah. I'm going to retire in a year. Are you really? Yeah, I'm going to go to Moab. You got that all figured out? Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. First, my first trip is going to be to Nepal. I finally. Chris have and that. I are going to rent motorcycles in Nepal and ride around That'll for be a month. Awesome. Hopefully that'll be that'll work out good. I'm excited. They ride on the right side of the road. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or wait, the opposite side. We ride on the right. They're on the left. No, I don't think so. They drive. I think the they're same. on the other side. They're more British, and I'm kind of scared of that. Don't be scared. It'll be fine. Take me a week to You'll get figure used to it, it out. I rode in England before. I was scared. What are you going there for? Uh, Nepal. Why? To go look around. To go ride. All the roads are dirt. Oh, it's, that's right. Oh, I've, I completely forgot you've been on all the off-road dirt roads here in the United States. I've covered I, every road. I need a new place. I made it perfectly. Oh. I, you know, you, Chris went there and he said it's a wonderful place. That once you get there, that the food and lodging is cheap. The people are nice. The roads are interesting. Go up yeah. high altitude. How high do you want to go? Okay, well, don't call us if you can't get back. Help, I'm stuck on a hill. <laughs> <laughs> don't go by yourself again. No, I'll I don't know why me. people don't want Stay. to don't want to experience. I don't know why you guys don't want to experience the U.S. I do want to. Experience, no, you do not. I'm be all over the place. I would, you know, I, Moab. That's the U.S. I would go to every state park in the United States before I went anywhere out of country. You know, Chris, the guy I'm going with, he contacted um, Guinness Book of World Records and said, "I want to go to every." national park in right. the country and i want to get a record for doing he said it it's fastest. already been done he did it no he was the first really and he got harley to give him a motorcycle to use the new pan american mm-hmm. yeah. the dual sport the the first harley that i approve of <laughs> see this is a guy that thinks like i think 
This guy thinks like I think. And he he says, thinks I don't have to hurry because I'm the first one. So right. whatever I do is going to be the record. He'll be ahead of it. No, I, I'm. Well, it's funny you should say that because a, a buddy of mine. Uh, Tom Cotter, I just finished reading his book, Barn Finds, and he goes all over the United States with a 39 Ford Woody, and he goes into old wrecking yards, he looks in people's backyards, doesn't doesn't necessarily buy anything, just takes pictures for Haggerty on YouTube. So I'm thinking, going, hmm, what if I could get Haggerty to give me a crew, and we went all over the United States to car and motorcycle museums. That would be cool. And chronicled, didn't buy anything, but just, it's one of the reasons I'm going to Alaska. My cousins talked me into going because there's a just unbelievable museum up there, and that's why I'm going to go. But I'm just saying, those are the kinds of things you need to think about, you know, well, when you I can... I want to go to Alaska. I want to ride my motorcycle to the Arctic Circle. And, yeah. Uh, so I'll tell you all about it. That'll be... Uh, I, I want to know the museum. Is it a car museum? It's a car museum. I'll, I'll give you all those. Well, you're on... Are you on Facebook? Uh, occasionally. Uh, well, if you friend me, I, you'll be able to watch because I'm going to chronicalize, you know, what I'm doing when I go up there. I'll, uh, I'll make sure I friend you on but, Facebook. Yeah, I just had a friend go to Italy, couldn't get back. Because <laughs> one of the kids, she did, I think somebody got COVID. Oh, my goodness. And then I had another one go to the Bahamas, ended up having to stay there for over a month. Oh, too bad, Went huh? broke. <laughs> well, went broke because they had to pay for the hotel rooms. Yeah. Can't camp on the beach? No, 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 no. They had to stay in the room, and it was two guys. One guy got it, so they had to stay for two weeks or a week. Then they're getting ready to leave, and the other guy got it, and he had to and, and the wow. almost went broke. And the ones in Italy, they had to use every airfare mile they could get just to get back. And they have a business that they have not been able to facilitate, and it's a newspaper. So, yeah. Wow. I like it in the U.S. Okay, well. I may stick around here. I would for a week or two anyway. Want to ride to Cabo and back? I want to go to Scotland and ride all around Scotland. Well, I would like to go to Scotland. We had Austin Bob on here, Bob yeah. Webster from Scotland. He comes in. He owns um, a right. few different. Well, uh, you, if you know somebody, you definitely want to go back. That makes over. it way oh, yeah. easier. Then it's affordable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, we're going to stay at his house, and then he, he owns like 12 different um, yeah. Land Rovers and Discoveries. And so mm. he's going to put me and my husband, KJ, in our, each of our own off road vehicles, and mm. we get to go, go have some See, fun. now that. That we're supposed to go this year. We were supposed to go in 2020. We had our tickets, and mm, then COVID happened. So happened? Um, I'm okay. still debating whether or not we want to go this year because of the whole political climate and how things go. If they, mm. you know, we'll see how Scot- it calms Scotland down. was one of the ones that barely opened up mm. after. So, that's oh really? Just, yeah. With yeah. your luck, no- your luck, your luck. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think there's. <laughs> I know. Audrey and your luck. Out of control, uh, dude. <laughs> help. I won't be it's home for a while. Just, I mean, they don't talk, have public land in Scotland. Talk no, everything about everything is privately owned. Every inch of that place every is inch. private property. Talk she, about the Guinness Book of Records. It's Audrey Mason. She, she's there's a lot, what, there's what? records waiting. <laughs> every, All we need to do is make the category, and Audrey, you'll fit right in and get the record. I mean, every time we turn around, she tells us a story, and it's like, really. You know, I couldn't even make up a story like that. The no ones way. we can't talk about we, right we now. We don't talk about on the radio. I have but several she, head issues. Let's just put it No, you got, <laughs> well, uh, you got issues. You got your head and you have your family. No, your yeah. family your, is. Your crazy family. If it's Wait, not one thing, it's another. You know, I don't even know. I can't even explain it. We need our own reality <laughs> show. Like, I mean. 
No, you go. My mother-in-law said it. You need to get that Ancestry 23 and find out what in the hell started all this insanity. Oh, I did. It's it's pretty awesome. I bet it's pretty. It's it's pretty. You know, my husband was like, "You've you said you were Sicilian, Sicilian, Sicilian. You get your Ancestry DNA back, and it comes back. I'm Sicilian. I'm like, I'm not lying when I say I'm that crazy Italian. I'm literally that crazy Italian. Yeah, that's why you can't. You can't talk without your hands moving. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> you don't even look Italian. <laughs> oh, thank you. Because <laughs> your nose is tiny. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that would be my my, my mom and my dad. My mom, I, I've got that 50-50, basically, European. I'm half German, half Italian. Well, that's where your temper wow. that's, that's where it. That's where your temper comes from. Um, that's great. Oh, yeah, my, my German temper. Yes, yeah. you have no And idea. Italian. My aggressiveness. My ego, yes, mm-hmm. the ambition to go everywhere and do everything and never give up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try it. You. Uh, so what are you working on? He's going to, he, oh, I'm just finding out who's calling in on, on the oh, motorsports show. show. Ah. What girl, what parent would name their daughter Peyton? A lot of them. What name? It's a very popular name. American. Peyton. 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 Factory. Were we going to start on that or no? Right. The Desert Tortoise Conservation we Plan. Got, we got two minutes. Well, on the 15th, there's a, a, a I don't know, a, a meeting on the Desert Tortoise General Conservation Plan. Yeah. So I'm I'm registered and I told Amy about it. Amy Granite's going to be on and uh, Randy Bannis is going to be on. Randy runs uh, Friends of Jawbone and Friends of El Mirage. Yes. And both of those OHV areas are in desert tortoise habitat. Yes. So he's interested. And I'm interested. Um, so we're going to see what they're going to do. They're, they're making a, a, a plan to help save the desert tortoise. I think they're upgrading the plan. I think the, the current plan is really old, so they want to update it. And they're going to be taking uh, comments from the general public, and they're going to sort of form a plan. It's pretty scary when it comes to what they're going to do for the desert they, tortoise. And, and how there's a lot of do. land we could lose out there. There's a lot of land we can lose for the desert tortoise. I mean, and the way that they spend our tax funds for, for conservation for mm-hmm. it. I mean, just drive up the 395 and, and look at the 200 miles how much of, does of tortoise fence cost? 18-inch fence that goes through. What is it? It's... um. A hundred and no, it's two hundred and something for every twelve inches, right? Oh, I don't know the price, Two's, but it's a lot of money. I don't. It's know. like way more money than you would think. Millions of dollars up to the put a little fence along the highways and yeah. the roads so that they don't. And they're cool uh, critters, you know. I, a hundred year old desert tortoise is about a foot in di- diameter, foot long. Yeah. And they just walk around, and they only come out in the hot months. In the months, the cool months, when we like to go to the desert, they're they're hibernating. Yeah, and they should. We just don't run start into them very often. Out in May, they're, uh, so they're they're out there. Late April, it's usually I've, Easter on. I've seen a few of them out there, and it's just startling that this living thing is out there in the desert. It's just crazy. Uh. All right, hey, join up with sdorc.org $25 a year you'll have more fun than you could imagine you don't need to be an off-roader you just need to be somebody that supports living on the outside enjoying the territories help them every way shape and form you can help you know get involved with all kinds of really cool events throughout the year that's 
S-T-O-R-C dot org. All right, this is FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.